Once upon a time in a land called the ATL, lived a queen in search of a king to put her under love's spell. So she partied and she prayed till she met a rapper in nice sneakers. I'm King Got It, he exclaimed, and her smile got even sweeter. Now they've got five boys, a new hit, and a YouTube that's bumping. So let's listen in as they share their story of how to find good loving. Atlanta! Tiffany Lauren, King Got It. Now let's talk about some good love, shall we? Hello and welcome back to a super special episode of Big Lash Energy. Why am I so excited about this week? Well, this was all really a beautiful accident. Welcome to Big Lash Energy, dedicated to helping you navigate life's hurdles with your head held high. We're celebrating wins, learning from our losses, and laughing at ourselves along the way. <laughs> now, here's your favorite hype woman, Jaina Marie. Jaina Marie. As you know, Carly and I recently took a trip to Atlanta to bring you the A-Town Talks, where we sit down and chat with some of the coolest, most influential people in the ATL. Before we left, we knew we were going to be talking to Miss Tiffany Loren, who we had on the show last week. It just so happened to be that the night we were invited to her home to discuss the plans for the episode, it also happened to be the Wednesday that we released the finale of the Sarah Trilogy. Now, I was getting so many DMs about how crappy men can be and how horrible it is when they cheat, but I was standing inside a beautiful home with a beautiful couple and their incredible family, and I couldn't help but think to myself, you know what? It's It's not not all all bad. I need to share what it looks like when you find good love. Now, Euro, Tiffany's man, is a very successful recording artist and entrepreneur, and I couldn't help but think that there wasn't any way he'd agreed to being on our show. But not only did he say yes, he said, I'd love to, and I want to make it look cool. It can't look cheesy, you know? Then Tiffany chimed in and said, our love story is kind of boring, but we'll tell it. So I had absolutely no idea what to expect when we sat down in the recording studio. But let me tell you, I was blown away. First of all, these two are two professionals. They showed up looking stylish AF in their orange outfits, and we shared so many aha moments, as Oprah would say, that even I felt like I learned some things about dating with intention and how to make sure you know what you're getting into before diving in headfirst with someone. Ugh, you know what? I'm going to stop talking right now because I'm just too excited to get right into this interview. I'm telling you, you've got to grab a pen and paper and get ready to take some notes because these two are spitting all kinds of tips that I know could help all of us on the road to true love. Now, please join me in giving a big lash energy welcome to Miss Tiffany Loren and her man, Euro slash King Got It to the show. Thanks so much for being here, guys. All right, right now. I'm sitting here. My heart is fluttering, you guys, because I've got these two incredible humans sitting in front of me. I can't even believe that I am sitting here with you two on Big Lash Energy right now. I don't even want to get emotional before we get started, (laughs) but let's just put it this way. I'm too white to even fully understand how cool you both are. (laughs) Like, I I get it, but I don't. But we've got Miss Tiffany Lauren here, just social media maven, goddess, YouTube, Instagram, all the things. And Mr. Euro, who's had a fabulous music career. He's also part of their family YouTube empire. Uh, how would you describe the king you? Of it. The king of it. Yes. King got it. Yes. 
I mean, you've worked with the likes of Little Baby and mm. Future and all these. Oh, like I said, I'm too white to fully understand okay. how cool you are. I'm it's just, okay. I'm not even going to, I'm not even gonna, <laughs> You get the gist. It's cool. I know, I know. And I love your, yes, I love your music. I'm just sitting here, you know, on my show, we do a lot of different content that is kind of man bashing. And it's probably because there's a lot of crazy things I've been through, obviously. And I hear all these crazy stories. I work in weddings for a living. So of course I hear how... I hear all these every day. I hear a new love story, but then I also hear about when they come to end and we all kind of love those stories of cheating and all this kind of stuff. And I'm on a roll lately of like, just, it's been a rough ride. Like my, my listeners have been listening to a lot of bad oh, shit, man. just bad. And I met you guys through friends, mm -hmm. right? Um, right? Through some incredible friends. And I was thinking you were going to be too cool. No. <laughs> and then when I was in your home and you're just the friendliest, coolest, most down to earth people. And you have this amazingly beautiful family. And I was like, I need to share this beautiful love story with my listeners because oh, I got, you got to have some good, good thank love you, in there. You. you know, gotta have some yeah. good love. And we gotta had to make a shift. Love. And I didn't even think, I thought you'd be too cool to say yes. <laughs> no, <laughs> Never did. Right. So thank you. First of all, from the Always. bottom of my heart for being Always. here. I can't even thank properly explain us. it. First of all, how do you describe what it is that you do just together in your, as your empire? Survive. Um. <laughs> you have five kids. I have totally missed that part in the intro. You've got five kids between the two of you. And I want to know your love story. It's a wild one. Is it a love story? I don't know. It's a little struggle story at first. We're on round eight of this fight. <laughs> so here's the question though, right? It's like, who's going to start by telling the story and then who's going to fill in the blanks and say where they're wrong. <laughs> so. Oh, Euro always loves to tell the story. He has his own rendition of the story. And then I love to come in and just squash all his dreams and be like, sir, Kinda. that did not sir, happen. That's not like how that, that went. Story, but I got two. Oh, the truth in mind. Oh, so. I like that. They pretty much. Okay. So Euro, let's hear it. Let's hear it. How, where, how did you meet her? Um, so when I met Tip, I actually was at a studio. This was like around Christmas time. And how long um, ago? About four years ago. Yeah. Okay. It was crazy because I was more so impressed because she was like the pretty girl and she was nice dressed. But like I was more impressed by the entourage she was with because it was kind of like a well-respected, like not street crew, but it was like it was a music crew, but they were from the street. So to see how she blended in and Navigated wasn't scared yeah, yeah, yeah it was kind of like i'm like who is this person i was hanging with some killers and yeah. where were, and where, and <laughs> i was impressed i'm not gonna lie i was impressed and where were you at this moment in your in your career and everything were you in the middle lit. of all the lit? lit so you're in the middle of the height of your music career <laughs> yes and then you see yes. this gorgeous woman who's navigating all this crazy all these cra and so yes. you did you just think oh that's a woman who could totally get with what i'm doing right now kind of Sort of. Mm -hmm. I was more so interested. Right. I kind of felt like she's the people that she was with. I didn't want to just start speaking to her directly. Mm -hmm. So I just kind of had to see what she had going on. Cause I'm like, maybe she's a PR. Maybe she does something. Maybe I can utilize what she has going on. Uh, for some reason it was weird because it wasn't like I saw her as a sex object, which is mm -hmm. typically what right. I would see in a woman first. Like, Ooh, I get with her. Mm -hmm. I want to smash. I didn't see that in her. I just so you weren't sexually attracted to her? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't make it to that part. I didn't make it to that part. I didn't know what all. I didn't even know what her body looked like. She had on this big, ugly sweater. Okay, there it we go. It was Christmas. It was an ugly Christmas sweater party in my defense. I just wasn't walking around wearing big, yeah, ugly yeah, yeah. sweaters. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Near Christmas. Christmas. I've seen and, um, how you dress. I can't imagine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, well, I'm responsible for that. Like, I'm 
her stylist. But he does. He thing. does get in my closet. I love that. So um, you're both very well dressed right now, by the way. You. Also, I appreciate they, it. they got the memo about the orange. <laughs> you course. understood the assignment. Orange, we beautiful. <laughs> you are so beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. Um. Um. So I saw her. I was upset. Um. That I missed her at the one event that I saw, and I was just like, I couldn't get her out of my head. But oh. I was like, damn, she looked good. And crazy enough, in that oversized sweater. In that oversized sweater. <laughs> But it was that was fortunate because I didn't. I think that's what kept me from looking at her as a sexual object. Yeah. Because I didn't know what was under. I didn't see nothing mm-hmm. else. I missed her at the next event that I went to. I didn't see her, but I was still kind of like, damn. Thought my night was over, and I went to this last event, and I'm just walking around, just looking. All of a sudden, it was almost like a movie. I saw her. I was like, oh snap! Typically, I'm gonna give y'all some game on how. I play my cards. Uh-oh. He's telling his secrets. He's telling his tell secrets. secrets. I'm rolling I'm up my tell sleeves. The secrets. I want to hear this. So I pay attention to how other men approach women. And oh. their typical approach is walk up, ask for the number and all of this. Not me. I kind of play my cards a little different. Mine is more so walk up, tell you how beautiful you are. And then just walk away. That's what I tell every because guy that they need to do. That's, I, that's the that's advice what, I give men. That's what I mean. Because I, I know it's, they're always going to stick because they know yes. something's supposed to come after it, but you leave them. Yes. You give them there, but then you go and be somewhere where they can kind of see you. But it's like, it's comfortable enough for the lady to check for the guy that spoke. But I then, am telling you, this has happened to me. And a guy walked up and he just, you're telling, literally, this is the secret sauce because a guy's done that to me before. He's like, I just want to let you know, like you are the most beautiful and I couldn't go the rest of the night without telling you that and then walked, walked away. away. The yeah. rest of the night, I was like, where the fuck did that go? And that's how it usually And now I'm like trying to place myself kind of nearly around him. But see, like, and that's why I say that's the next like, step. Shit. Place meanwhile, yourself. Yeah, meanwhile, if he was like, you're beautiful, and then they stick like Velcro. Yeah. You're like, and they're like, Ew. oh, I get it. It's, yeah. You're making a night too, like people don't understand, you're making a night too boring for all the, well, all right, well, I guess it's, yeah. it's awkward. Don't, don't give make her a reason after trying to escape. Yes, at all. You escape first. And now that she's looking for you, place yourself to be seen, but comfortable enough for her to to catch her. She's looking at you. It's facts. So I didn't do that. That's <gasps> my game. I didn't do it. But I didn't do it because of this. I was on my way out. And mm-hmm. so I told her, I said, I told her my game plan. I said, yo, typically I speak to women, commend them, and then I just go about my business and then probably come back later. But I, can I just get your info now? Because I think I'm about to leave and I don't want to miss this opportunity. And it was true. Did you and believe so, him though? Did you believe no, him? No, I didn't believe him. <laughs> at she, all. she didn't. She didn't believe. But I was so happy. I'm gonna tell you because I know from my image of having tattoos, facial tattoos, yeah. being a rapper. At that time, I had like all gold teeth. Mm-hmm. All I was gold like, teeth. I knew. I I was like, yo, I know she probably look at it like he a street dude who looks good, but I know he ain't about nothing because it's like that's always the right. outcome. Mm-hmm. So I was ready for her because in her mind, this is where we differentiate. She thinks she had a straight face, but I swear on everything. When I was approaching, I felt welcome because her Aww. face was. You felt her heart smiling at no, you. No, she was smiling. She was smiling hard. <laughs> I, was, I, like I don't think she now. wanted me. I don't think she wanted me, but she was like smiling. But I mean, again, she has an electric smile. You could see it from a million miles away. I don't know. It probably was because of you, but also this is her default. It wasn't like, because of me. She was right drunk. <laughs> I think she was mildly drunk. I think that's what it was. She was partially drunk when she gets drunk. She but it looked like, welcoming to you, so you knew it was it welcoming yeah, enough. Exactly. Yeah. So I um I approached her and I couldn't wait for her to hit me with a ah oh, that's nice. But I don't date rappers because my response was I did tell you that I said 
I don't date rappers, but that's cute. <laughs> and my response was, I'm not a rapper. I'm just a guy who takes care of my kid and happens to rap. I was like, yeah. oh, oh, that was smooth. That's awesome. I mean, but it was true too. Because I'm not. I knew, Ooh, I, I he didn't took part, me back at that with time, that when I said, oh. At that time, I didn't drink. I'm I didn't just a smoke. man who takes care of his son. Yeah. Like, I handle my business. And, that's and then it. also I rap. That's yeah. hot. That's a really good rapper. response. I didn't. Okay, but how many times has you, had you said that before? That was my first time. That, that oh. is interesting. How I many times God. have you said that before? It was so smooth. So it's that was the, first the only time, time you I said. First time. I never had nobody because as a as an entertainer, I didn't typically attract women that were like wife material. Right. I'm, so you're not going to open rapper. with I take care of a kid. I mean, I just take care of my kid, but it's like, I don't plan on if Typically, I didn't plan on keeping females right. and they didn't plan on being kept. So right. we just un understood what we had right. going on and that was all it was. Mm -hmm. But this was the first time I was like making an approach to say, I didn't know where it was going, but I knew I just didn't want it to be a one night thing. Yeah. So I was just kind of like. He immediately gave me his Instagram so I could know who he was. Oh. I was like, sir. Just in case you want to see how many followers I have. <laughs> just in case I, you want to check. I was and how many followers did he stops. have at the time? What did you have? Like 190 something? No. You weren't that high yet? Uh -huh. Where were you at? He's I was like, probably, no, I think I had just, I honestly just hit the 100K Did mark. you? I just hit the 100K I think you mark. were you know, verified You know though. these guys are serious. I was verified, you but I had just. You know these guys are serious influencers when they're like, no, I was just at 100K. Yeah, I, I, had just, I had just hit that mark. I was basically yeah. a homeless Instagrammer. But I, I was verified. I was verified. <laughs> and this, this was prior to having to buy verification badges. So yeah, right, that's right. what I felt like was like, okay, I didn't cool. have any followers. Yeah. So he was trying to impress me and I was mm. like, oh, I was happy. this is cute. So I did slide on his live a couple times. I was trying to slide in on the low because I was like, well. So wait a second. Sliding in on his live meeting. He's live and you're, you're messaging. So in the no, like I was just watching his live oh. on Instagram. But that's because. Did it ever happen where you were the only one? Have you ever clicked too early and then you're. It's like, you're like, nah. <laughs> like oh, shit. Well, the I didn't mean to click she that got game. She, ain't, she ain't gonna do that. <laughs> but what was crazy was so I, because you know, he does music and then he was doing the entertainment thing. And because I was doing some work in the industry, I mm. understood like there can be the artist and then there could be the person. So right. I was like, well, let me like kind of listen to how he talks and like how he interacts with people. And mm -hmm. like, is he like a jerk or does he want to be like the guy who like, I know everything. So I was like, let me see. But every time I would try to creep on live, he would always find me like in the, I would never hey, speak. Yeah. Yep, that's, that's exactly what I do. Hey, I wouldn't Tim. give a damn. I was Who like, oh there? my God. I wouldn't care. I wouldn't care. And I, I put my little wave up like, hey. Did you hear that? He said, I didn't care. Who else was I there? He knows that. She knows I ever, didn't. Have you ever seen those things, those memes where it's like, if you're if there's that one person you have in your mind that you posted something for and if they didn't see it didn't yes. even happen nobody like, yeah. Yeah, nobody's doesn't even matter yeah. like I'm on live for you yeah. like just yeah. see me looking like this today yeah yeah that's exactly and he that's gets how his I was hair feeling. Down and he's like I should go yeah. on I got I got to I know Tiff's gonna slide she's in. looking for me then he would come into my DMs and say random things after I would hop off his live like I only would do that because she didn't give me her number she gave me her Instagram and said I need to talk to God and see if he say I should give you my number <gasps> But I already okay, knew. But wait, 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 I need to talk to God? Yeah, I was like, let me talk to God. Okay, but did you mean that? Or is that just like your no, line? No, it was more like was get away line. from me. But. No, it wasn't. Because <laughs> I'd be like, what a blessed and spiritual woman. Like, this what is I, such At this a point, I took this as, if you're still standing here entertaining, because I could have quickly got the lie of, mm, I'm sorry, but either I'm married, I have a boyfriend. Yeah. I could have got you any You didn't get kinda, an instant no. Never got no kind of unwelcoming vibe. Right. So I was like, 
Oh, I get it. You're going to give me your IG, not your number. You want to see if I'm consistent. I, I got you. He was very like, consistent. Hold I, my beer. I was cool with that. I <laughs> he was cool was very with that. Consistent. I could give you like one messy scenario where it was like, she was checking, but she was what? like, she wasn't checking. I was never checking. That's cap. Okay, a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> there was a, um, you want to tell about the listening party? What? Oh, of course we want you to tell you, her about the listening party. Okay, well, I just felt like you had put me in a corner because when I get in a corner, I feel like a little pit bull and I don't know what to do. So my my manager to start it <laughs> off at the time, my um my manager who was literally and mentally trying to get me killed so many times actually went I've heard through, the story. <laughs> he actually went through my DMs because I he had access to my login. Okay. And literally invited almost like just going down to whoever I follow, whoever I DM, whatever, and sending them all invites. So whether it's all the women I talk to, whether it's all the guys I have problems with, whether oh, no. it didn't matter. It's he a room full this, of all the people you don't want in one room. <laughs> and I wouldn't even say I mean I I didn't I was fortunate enough not to have people I had problems with, but there was somebody I was involved with at the time, but she was like a complete jerk, like an asshole. And it was like, I regret that I knew her at that time, but I was, I was just so So nice. he invited her and Tiffany? Is that? Yes. So he invited, I don't know. He might invite. I invited the girl I was talking to, but I wasn't going to invite Tiffany because I just didn't want her to. Yeah. Why would you want them? I didn't want to be disrespectful, but because he did and she said she was coming. I wasn't going to stop it. No, let me know. What's that song? They don't know about each other. I didn't know she was coming. <laughs> no, when you invite, sent the invite, well, whoever sent the invite, the manager or whatever, I text you and said, hey, or DM'd you and was like, hey, do you want me to come where I'm coming? You was like, okay, bet. And then I came, but I was surprised because you then was still trying to get me to come upstairs with you in the room before you performed. But I mean, at the same time, Talking about I now, just wanted to say hi to you. No, now, you before just wanted I say, to get me to say something, blame before I say something toxic or something <laughs> out the way, I always had respect for her. So it was like we really were friends, despite her knowing that I liked her. I never made like no moves on her right. to be like. You know, it so was all the messages in the DMs, all the creeping in the lives was just friendship because she's still talking to God. She's having a very long conversation with God. She still hasn't given you the number. She's talking to God, guys. I don't give a damn what she's doing. We not intertwined, so it's like I couldn't really put my, you know, I didn't put my stamp down, so right. I wasn't. It wasn't right. that I can really trip right. about. And then again, the person I was involved with was such a jerk. They was just kind of like with me for the situation. So even though they were in the studio, they was like out the way on their phone, just being like, I'm like a rapper's. Oh but yeah. It was that for type clout. of thing. Yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah. it was a clout type situation. So even if she came in the room, she it would only been bad. noticed. Yeah. Cause she was. No, because every time he seen me, he lit up like a Christmas tree. Like that. he you would just smile. If it happened in front of the, so if it happened in front of this other woman, it did. Would, it would have been obvious. It did happen in front of the other woman. We was outside and, we were outside and I was leaving because I couldn't get up to where he was. I was like, okay, I'm just going to go for everybody left. And the security guard was right there and I knew the security guard. So I spoke to him and then I was walking past and he happened to be behind the security guard with his Boo. Girl. Yeah. I was like, no, I don't that even was know the what thing. to I wasn't even with her. As. She was just standing off to the side. Boy, you was with her. And so then he goes, Tim. And then like, Cheese is so oh. hard. So now I see how he close didn't have a poker she, face at all. No, so no. I see how close she is to him, and I was like, "Oh, 
they messing around. So when he did it, and then I seen her look at him like, why are you smiling that hard I, at her? I missed that. I and I was it. like, hey, everybody, everybody, hi. <laughs> and to the he whole just, crew. Hello. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, let me get up out of here because this man looks like he just won a prize and it is getting very awkward. So in, even though the situation was awkward, did that make you feel some type of way like, oh, this is how happy he is to see me? I mean, he always acted like that when he would see me on the live or whatever. So I was like, oh, but then that did make me be like, mm, I'm definitely not being a side chick. So this might not be going anywhere. Yeah. She was hoping she was still checking for the consistency of what mm-hmm. I was going to do. Boy, stop. So, well, we're here today. So yeah. I think there's a lot of truth to my side versus what she said. So you are here today. You're after right. after that. Um, she kind of gave me a sign that I took it as a sign that she liked me because she sent me a message saying like, uh, you need to get your friends and <gasps> stuff like that. So when she texts me that, I was like, oh. wait, when you need to get your friends like that, that woman was stalking to- my Instagram. Oh, That's so what she that told woman me. started. Yeah. So I said, you need of course you're beautiful. Your and it's, yeah, so when she told me that and I'm like, and we ain't got nothing going on for you to say that. I'm like, Oh, you interested. So oh. I was like, I, She's salty I, about it, and that's oh, cute. Oh, I was happy. Yeah. I was happy about that. I was happy. So that situation, I was grateful for. It didn't work out. Um, it went way left. And then... Um, Who would have thought that some crazy, oh, I was bitchy hoping. person would have done? I was hoping. And it's almost like you were passive. Like, you had no control of the situation. You couldn't have ended it at I any did. moment. I, I'm not going to lie. Like, <laughs> I, I, I have to uh, commend Tip because it, it's like the thing that I had... I was such a nice and gullible person that mm. I just was so passive with women. Mm. With I was really a sap, like a sucker, but it was only because coming from where I came from, I was always like hard, aggressive. And then I thought part of making a change, I didn't know how to transition into a change. Mm. So I didn't know how to be nice with boundaries. Mm. I just thought you just be nice. Mm-hmm. Just get walked over. This is the way of God. Yeah. You know, I'm just trying to have a change of heart. And it was like, she had to tell me like, bro, I don't really don't know if I can really deal with you. Cause she told me, she said, I, I feel like you would come to me for my rescue, but I don't think I can trust you to be the man I would need you to be because it's oh. like, you miss a lot of signs, like with your management, management trying to hit on me and it's going over your head. Management saying crazy things about you. It's going over your head. Like, Women doing this and it's going over. What are what are you missing? That was your observation. Yeah, that's like you're paying attention to all the details. Okay. I'm listening yeah. to the way you went through this. I'm like, oh, that's why I fucked up because I, <laughs> I am yeah. not paying attention to any of this kind of stuff. Like you were on point. So so tip, you clearly knew what you wanted, right? It seems like that's how you ended up in this situation. Like you knew what you were looking for in a relationship. So what was it that you were sitting here? I'm talking to God, but also you're observing, right? So from your perspective in this moment, what is it that you're thinking? I want my forever person to be X, Y, Z. What specifically were you looking for? I was looking for a man who- Not me. (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) Not that obviously you're both here together today. (laughs) Is this a breakup conversation or relationship? Are you guys good or no? Well, there's a little trouble in paradise right now because he ordered the wrong wings for her tonight. So- Uh, Uh, The wrong wings came. I ain't do that. So- so so if they seem a little salty it's because Tip didn't get the dinner she wanted tonight and he put the order in. 
Um, <laughs> I had got out of a really long relationship prior to him that I had a lot of trauma from. Yeah. Um, very narcissistic individual. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of layers. Probably all your yeah. horror stories combined. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a Tyler Perry movie. So yeah. it was really crazy. So I felt like when I got back on the scene and I was dating, I was like, you know what? These are the things I'm not doing. Yeah. So when I was looking for somebody, I was like, I just really want somebody that's going to be my friend. I was like, I really want a man that's going to lead. I want a man who knows she what he wants. Oh, I was outside. But I was like, <laughs> in the transitional period, I knew what was coming after that. But um, yeah, I just really want somebody who's going to lead, who was family oriented, who was really good with kids, who knew what they wanted and really had self-respect. That was the biggest thing for me. Because I feel like a lot of women, we go into a lot of relationships with potential we can see these things in men that they can't see in themselves. And then we start dealing with these things from men because we feel like that's just the way of men. But you're cheering for that potential. Yes. (laughs) But I think a lot of times women don't understand that men also deal with self-esteem issues. They deal with self boundaries. They deal with lack of self love. And sometimes that's what causes men to do the things they do, like be habitual cheaters or, treat women wrong or whatever because it's an internal thing with themselves it Mm -hmm. ain't got nothing to do with you so I really wanted a man who was balanced and knew who he was and what he wanted and would do things because his high level of respect for himself his high level of integrity for himself Mm -hmm. so that way I can't sit up here and change you but if I know you're a man of high character and high morals I don't have to yeah yeah. like we can figure the rest of it out we can have these conversations that are tough and figure it out with each other but that foundation was going to be there. I find because for myself, after I went through a atrocious heartbreak in that, like I literally thought I was going to be with someone forever. He left me the day I lost our baby. And I found out that he was while well, my condo was flooded. And I found out that he was living with another woman the whole time. Like it was literally like blow after blow after yeah. blow. Like I was ground zero, nothing. And I'd been so lied to and whatever. And I find that when you in, are in those sorts of situations where it's so bad and it's so painful, it's like you're riding a motorbike and you fell off and you broke every bone in your body and you're sitting there in a body cast. It takes a very long time to heal, right? And you're sitting there and you're healing and it takes all this time and you put the time in and you go to the therapy and you do all the things. And then when someone, when you're all healed now and someone goes, you want to get on a bike? You're like, I'm gonna walk beside the bike yeah. first, like, you know? And so, you know, and so the thing is like, I'm, we're going to start at a, you know, we're going to start on a tricycle maybe. And then we'll slowly, so you move, I feel like a little slower when you know how much potential there is for pain, you know? And so then when you're coming from a healed place, people say like, oh, you have walls up. And I'm like, as you absolutely should, because your heart is from where every other part of you flows from. And so you should be guarding your heart. You should be protective of it because you've seen now the other side of love, you've seen how bad it can go. And so for you to blindly walk into something without doing your research ahead of time would just be asking for another motorcycle accident. You know, it's just craziness, right? And so I fully respect that you went into this moment, you came out of it and you're like, now not doing that again. I'm going to sit here, I'm going to do my research. I'm going to watch the Instagram lives. I'm going to pay attention to all the, I'm going to see if this person has integrity because you're guarding your heart. You're making sure you don't end up in that situation again. Right. And it's, I love it. It's beautiful. And it's, it's something that I wish we didn't have to go through the pain first to understand. Yeah. I wish we could just come from that place immediately, but this is why we go through these things. So we learn how to watch out for ourselves. We learn how, what we're looking for. We learn what's important, like integrity and these sorts of things. Like, you know, lots of times you say, what were you looking for in a person? It's like, well, he was hot. 
Yeah, you know, he's a rapper, yeah, yeah, you know, but it's like, sure. no, but like, those aren't the things that are the lasting mm-hmm. qualities. Those aren't exactly. the things, you know? So exactly. anyways, I totally highboshed your whole story, but I was like, mm, I'm feeling inspired by what you just said. <laughs> so you're looking for all these things. At what point did you realize, okay, he is something more than a rapper who's just got all these bitches and hoes. Like what point did you, how did it get from friends to more fix than your friends. face, hero. Fix your face. I, was like, I never got to that point. No. He's like, wait, will you be my girlfriend? Hold on, let me ask her. Yes or no, check one. <laughs> and she'll check maybe. <laughs> Year four. <laughs> um, I think that we had a very dramatic and for me, it was like a traumatic turning point in our relationship And in that moment, I think that we really had to look at each other and decide what we were going to do. Because I feel like a lot of times in society now, we go into these relationships and it's like, oh, I'm just in here, like figuring it out. And then figure it out like, oh, I'm talking to somebody. Then it's like, oh, I'm dating. Then it's never like a serious thing. It's really ever like you don't really ever hear somebody like I had a serious conversation where we went from talking to people to um when are we calling off the fan club yes exclusive relationship to now we're doing um you know what is it why am i gonna say financial money was on my mind (laughs) 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 fiance's to marry and i think in that moment we realized that we had been doing a lot of playing with each other and kind of just going with the flow. Mm-hmm. But sometimes when you go with the flow, you end up hurting other people because yeah. you're not all the way honest with yourself or your partner. So, and you're cheating each other out of what you could yes. be building together, right? So we um, really had to look at each other and have that conversation. And then that is when we entered therapy. Yeah. And oh, wow. Yeah, so before, so sorry, before <laughs> you even officially became a thing you went to therapy together? yes yes we had wow. to yes we had to it was it, we had went through a little ugly period and did it, god it, tell was this the god's answer like don't give him his number go to therapy <laughs> yeah, i was like therapy. Right, girl. No. Yeah. <laughs> um so we did that and then that is when we really started taking our relationship seriously and then i've never heard of this before moving. i've never heard of People going to therapy before you have to taking yeah. their relationship. You have to. It like, makes sense. Yeah, it makes, sense. it makes perfect sense. And I'm actually glad we did because then you know people have layers of trauma. Yeah. that you don't really know. Of course, and trauma, they don't even know, and yeah. they, don't they don't know. know. And okay. now you have these triggers that you don't know are triggers, and people on edge. You're arguing, and these things are affecting your relationship. But it's not even from the other person; it's from you. Like yeah. you're a damaged individual mm-hmm. with another damaged individual, yeah. and y'all trying to act like life is not we damaged. Stop talking about me. So I'm not I damaged. Like, <laughs> I'm sparkly new, one of a kind, limited Man. edition. Man. Uh, I'm just a little rusty. Um, so that really helped us to elevate our relationship and get on one band, one accord, and really pull out those toxic traits that we had and really set up those boundaries with other people, um, with ourselves, with each other. And it really put us in a healthy space. We went from like, whew, I won't say we throwing bowls. That makes it like we had a domestic yeah. relationship, but we was uh, throwing some things. Yeah. And they also were like, you're mad? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm just going to let you be mad and go in the other room, eat some Skittles. And when you're done, you can come talk to me and be a big boy. So you learned communication yes. skills. You learned how to we deal still, with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, learned, we learned that a lot more. We're still working on it. A lot of it pretty much stemmed from me, honestly. 
I think a lot of it had to do with it's me. It's a good man right there to admit that. I mean, yeah, like yeah. that therapy taught me like a lot about accountability. And mm. like she said, a lot of my issues just came from the upbringing that I had. I overlooked a lot of traumatic experiences because I looked at the fact that I grew up in a church and both my parents was there. It's not that bad. But yeah. whole time, everything outside of those two, well, including those two, were bad. I looked at a lot of things like most people to save ourselves. We quickly, we ready to check out. It's so easy to yeah. say, like in therapy. Well, it's always easier like, than staying in the battle. Yeah, You'd yeah, rather because just, it's like, yeah. you know, when you date, that's what you're used to. Yeah. You date, it don't work out, I walk. Yeah. And so everything that's saying like it can go left, I'd be like, okay, cool. I can date you because I can easily detach. Mm -hmm. And, but if you can easily detach, then you really ain't easily, you're not really that much invested if it's yeah. that easy to pull away. And so I had to go see therapy because therapy helped remind me of what we in it for. Like, yeah. despite the fact we have differences, we, we might not see eye to eye, but we still know what we in it for. And it make us remind, like, do we really want to be here and take that kind of accountability? So, you know what else I love about this is I always say men are the most apt to do what you require of them at the very beginning. Mm -hmm. Because if you accept red flag, red flag, toxicity, dead, all these sorts of things. And then at some point later down the road, you're like, now I it's really have a problem with these things. Like mm. this it's already how yeah. we laid the foundation. Mm -hmm. yeah. But you guys sat here being like, no, no, no. Our foundation, mm -hmm. what we're going to build this house on. I have goosebumps. What we're going to build this house on is going to be strong. All the right tools, all the right elements. And I think that that's just such a beautiful thing. And I'm sure it's why you're literally why you're sitting here today. And we'll most likely be together for a very, very, very long time. But yeah, it's just most like when you start out the gate, sometimes you're a little too excited at the yeah. prospect of love. You're fun. too yes. excited Ex at the prospect yes, of things. Oh yeah. Cause you're like, I'm just, I've done it before. I ignored the biggest of red flags and, uh, but uh, uh, um, I'm not there anymore. I've got, I've evolved. Yeah. I feel it. I feel but you know, you ignore these crazy red flags because you're so excited. These butterflies mm. just have you so blinded. And then you stop and you forget to say, wait, what am I actually wanting in my life? What am I actually okay with? Because if you say out the gates, I don't want to be with you unless X, Y, Z are taken care of. A man who was trying to get the woman that he wants is so highly motivated. Like it's like, yes, I will do all those things. I'll stand on my head because I want you. Mm -hmm. Once I already have you, that motivation's they, a little yeah, bit, you, you know? for granted by yeah. nature. So how long were you in ther therapy? Or I guess, are you still, do you yeah, still? still oh no, we're still in therapy. We're going yeah. on year four. Yeah. <laughs> this therapist is like, I love these guys. We had a four year anniversary with our therapist. He's like, uh, I'm going to kill y'all. This therapist but has I moved into their home. He loves us. He loves us. Their home is them, their five kids, and the therapist and the in the basement. Yeah, yeah. he get rich off us alone. Yeah. yeah. So how long was this therapy journey before you were like, okay, we're good. This is it. We we're going to be together. I think that was the whole point of why we started therapy because we wanted to be together. Um, so that was the starting point. Let's do this. And th therapy day one. I think it was like, is it, was it less like, let's figure this out as to make sure to see if we compatible enough. Yes. It yeah. was like we were having problems. Cause and... we both alpha type. Oh yeah. Yeah. We both got alpha personalities. Mm -hmm. So I'm a Leo. She a Scorpio. Mm -hmm. So I bark. She bark back. Uh huh. I got Somebody bark louder. Got and then, okay, so then I got also, a bite. <laughs> also, I I did also want to throw in. So with you with your family, your blood like you have a blended family, right? Uh -huh. So you said you were taking care of your son, mm -hmm. and then did you have children already? Mm -hmm. I had three. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking about this, and I was thinking about in the dating world when they say it's so interesting how people write on a dating profile like 
never been married, no kids. Like as if there's always this thing where it's like, I have no baggage, Mm -hmm. but I was the child of a single mom who was dating at one point and I would never want to be considered baggage. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you met this woman who had three boys and it's like, you saw them as blessings. For sure. You know, and some people be like, oh my gosh, a woman with three boys. Like Mm -hmm. that is so much. That is, that's such a huge responsibility. So you're sitting here like, we're going to blend this family. We're just going to do this. I want to say it was a red flag. I it, it was, but it wasn't because I was like, okay, cool. It's all about the same person. So at least I know she's not moving around crazy. But it was also like, uh, what is the connection you got with this individual if you still have three kids? I just don't know. Will this person a, always be kind of more uh, important? A, a kind of, yeah, 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 yeah. So I didn't know She's, if that was a, uh, yeah. I mean, now that I know what I know so, today. So the, so the kit, the element of the family, was that a reason why you were taking the beginnings so much more seriously? Because people who like me, if I don't have, I got two French bulldogs. Like I'm not pressed about how someone in my life's going to affect, you know, my raising of my dogs, Man, but you have all funny. these kids in the mix. So is it that was funny because it hit me with a, it, it kind of blindsided me. I don't know what she was expecting, but from a man perspective, we was having so much fun, she and I getting to know each other, that I almost felt like it was Gary B, just me and her. I, I factored out you the kids. You forgot about the kids. I forgot about the kids. I mean, it's like, they're there, but they're not there. It wasn't like we just, you know, she had respect for her kids, so I wasn't always around them. Right. Like, she wasn't just introducing them to me. Right. I'm not introducing my kids. I'm introducing my kids. So you're starting so. the dating life off. You're starting all wrong. You're starting the dating life off as like get a babysitter and I'll meet up. But then once you get more serious, it's oh no, it's all of us. It's now. all of yeah, us. Yeah, it was a while before I introduced the kids to him because my kids have only seen me with their dad and then with him. Yeah. Right. So there was no other man that they were introduced yeah, to in between because I was always like, if it's not going to be serious, you don't need to be my kids. Like, why do you want to yeah. see my kids? That's weird. Yeah. Just see me. And then what is your kid's impression? Just mom's yeah. got people, yeah. boyfriends yeah. after boyfriends. Yeah. No. So that was a thing. But he was so good um, with kids because I would watch him with at that time. He kind of had his manager's kids around and he reminded me a lot of my dad because my dad is a very hands-on dad. Like mm-hmm. my dad is like I've seen I've seen a little bit of you oh, with, yeah. your, with all the yeah. boys, and it's yeah. just you're made to be a dad. Yeah. Like it's yeah. literally I, in your DNA. He's in like, his DNA. I'll take all the kids with me to the store. And yeah. I'm like, why would you do that when yeah. it's like two adults at the house? Yeah, I love like, have to. <laughs> I love because I want to so much fun. I'm like, yeah. okay. So he's very hands-on with the kids and very interactive with them. And I really like that because I feel like as a woman and my dad had been like that also, it's either a lot of times either in men or it's not. Like yeah. you can't really teach a man to be a dad. Facts. It's not like a woman. Well, shoot, at this point, let me take that back because there's some women I know you can't teach to be a mom, unfortunately. Yeah. But with men, <laughs> it's a little different. Like, I feel like with men, there's either they have that fatherness in yeah. them or they don't. Mm-hmm. And he had it in him. But and same I was like, they have loyalty in them or they yes, don't have integrity. Yes. There's, there's all the things. And I was like, so. I had, to be, I had to be taught to be loyal. Yeah. Well, I was going to, I was going to ask, okay. like, how do you go from. Like doing what I'm doing. Yeah, to like all the bitches. <laughs> I mean, to I like, ain't gonna, I, like, so uh, train a puppy. My my, yeah. my thing was like, let me with, whip out Steve Harvey how to think like a man. Nah, I can teach you how to do that. You don't got to do that. So she honestly tip put me on a lot of game, and I like I would encourage like even guys, uh, men out there to the best way to figure out like how to be the sharpest 
if you could think like a woman, we can never outsmart y'all. But if we can come this much close to even being up there, like I never, I, she's always two steps ahead. I say she's one step ahead of me because I try to think like her to keep myself balanced to figure out what would she do in this situation? What mm-hmm. would she think in this situation? So, so what do you, what do you, what's an example of a situation? What do you uh, mean? Like if I plan on telling a lie, mm-hmm. I think of how much sense is this lie going to make? Because I have to think that as men, we think simple. We don't think that far. We don't give a fuck about mm-hmm. a lot of stuff. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. We don't think as far as what a woman would think. You all are complicated. We're simple. And that's where a lot of the issues come in. Because if I try to think like her, I can't. I'm simple minded. Mm-hmm. She overthinks for me. Mm-hmm. I'm not thinking as far as what you think. And you're thinking about what's going to happen tomorrow. I don't know if I'm going to see tomorrow. I don't give a fuck. I'm going uh-huh. to have a you're like, I'm just trying today. to avoid conflict uh, right now. Couple, yeah, the <laughs> next few minutes. This is what's in my vicinity right now. That's all. So if you even thinking about lying, you have to think so far in advance as to what her response might be and how to counter that. You almost got to play chess three steps ahead and just be like, fuck, it's no point in That's lying. exhausting. Why would I lie? <laughs> yeah. Let me just tell the truth because I'm just going to make this that much more simple for yeah. myself. Mm-hmm. So um, it was more of her like teaching me like the mindset of women. Mm-hmm. And once... It was like she put me on game on how like women think. It just wasn't really worth it. Like you realize, it, it was never, like she's gonna make sure that you stick around forever, right? Because she's put a lot of work. Into oh no, I know she. But, I, <laughs> but I, I'm not gonna. Investment. I'm not even gonna lie. I'm grateful for that, and I wouldn't really want to start over. Yeah, I wouldn't want to start over. Day one, it's no, just thank you. What's like, your favorite color? <laughs> man, it's just like and a lot of you know. Even those traumas open up because as soon as you sit down and they so tell me about yourself, oh, you got to relive all oh, those moments, no. and yeah. it's like. For me now, if someone's like, oh, I'm like, listen to my podcast. Man. <laughs> Episode one. Man. Call me if you're interested after you've listen, heard it. <laughs> I was just born last night, so I'm here now. Let's yeah. move on. So um, it, it was like the things that it was like, I hate to say it, but it's almost like women really have to mold men to become what they want. Like if you don't pay attention to the background of a man where he come from and usually it stem from like generations of seeing your great grandparents together with, and then your grandparents together and then your parents together. It's like healthy cycles that make people embody like being healthy themselves and not being as toxic as what people seem. Cause Mm -hmm. a lot of it is not us. When men cheat, it's not, it's not for the reason what y'all think. Tell me what the reason is. I would love to know. (laughs) It's the lack of like what she said, it's self love. Like it's not, it's like finding a unfulfillment. It's scratching the itch. Well, the perfect example is whenever anybody goes like, I can't believe I got cheated on. I'm like, Beyonce Why? got cheated on. Jalen yeah, got like, cheated on. It mean? has nothing to do with the person. With it's the an person. emptiness inside yeah. the man that he is trying to fill. For sure. Or like confidence it's lacking or love that's lacking. But it's not that like you're really going to look at all the women of you like really and be like that. And then even what? for men, it's like <laughs> men, we don't, we, again, when women think for men and men try to think for women, women can't think for men. For right. us, it's as simple as a scratch. I wouldn't give a damn if it was like you saw Beyonce and you decided like, I just want a shot at Beyonce. Most men don't go into it just thinking like I want Beyonce and I'm going to keep her for the rest of my life. It's like, no, I'm itching. A crackhead and Beyonce don't look no different when a man has an wow. itch. He just wants to get his itch off, be left alone and go by his business. It don't be nothing personal mm-hmm. toward a woman. And I mean, we understand that y'all don't like that. No, but, but it's, it's facts. Like, yeah. It's facts. And then not only that, like I hate to say it, but I don't I'd know I'd like how to think though in. that a crackhead and Beyonce would be slightly Well, yeah, yeah, no, they... <laughs> There's no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I'm just the saying. The purpose, the purpose. For the desperation yeah. of how that yeah. comes about. That's why yeah. I kind of use that. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's like, it's also just like, just being a man is just like, it's simple for us. Like, we don't over process things. 
So basically I'm thinking you two come together, you do all this work, you decide you're going to be a thing together and build a future together. And then you don't just become a family. You lean the fuck into being a family. You're like, we're oh, going to yeah. turn this family into a oh, business. We, had we got talk. too many mouths to feed. These little kids better be learning how to pay some oh, bills. Oh, God. Like, yeah, we're going to we, lean we all the like way that. in. We move like that. It's amazing. That was, our, that was actually our conversation because I already told her like, I'm one of them type of people, I believe in living a high life. I don't care about all that modest stuff that people talk about. I mm. like to enjoy high lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I like the same thing. So we just said. How do we do it together? Yeah. Right. Instead of stepping beautiful. outside, let's figure it out together. And then you had a baby together. Yeah. Congratulations. He's a moneymaker. You know that you don't have to make your cast members, right? Like, you know that <laughs> you That's can the best find part. cast members. Like, you, don't, you can hire them. You don't need to, like, birth them. You know that, right? Um, when you birth them you ain't got to worry about them being available yeah. you're like I food, know your food schedule food becomes minimum wage so it's a little different I know your schedule I know you can shoot today yeah. I love that yeah. and I've met your baby he is so cute thank you I could stare at his face in the least possible creepy way possible it's like all day he's yeah. so stinking cute yeah oh. that was made, yeah made we were really love. big on um, building generational wealth that's, that's our beautiful. Goal. I want to make sure that my kids have a great start to life without having to go through all the trials and tribulations that, you know, we had to go through and figure it out and make it make sense. I just want them to be set with skills and, you know, investments and properties and stuff so they can go off and flourish and do what they truly want to do and not have to be like, oh my God, I got to work this job and my true passion is this. If only I can get a couple of dollars to pay my light bill, then maybe I can make it make sense. I want them to just, you know, do what they're supposed to be here to do, which is enjoy life. But you know what? I find that in most families, when the parents are doing well, the kids have this kind of sense of entitlement. Like mm-hmm. they've got all this good stuff, but they didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. But your kids are contributing you know, they're putting on the their karate outfits, they're putting on their stuff and they're doing stuff to contribute. So when you flourish and you're doing well and you have all this success, it's like everybody has contributed to mm-hmm. it. So like you all deserve a spot in the in the first class. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because like they're putting their time aside to put in to create the episodes with you guys and all these sorts of things and mm-hmm. coming up with, you know, like you said, um, in ideas our previous yeah ideas for the sketches mm-hmm. and stuff so it's like you're all doing this together it's like their little hustle too yeah. Kind yeah. Of, you know and yeah. i think that's really cool because some kids when your parents have money it's like you act like you did something but you didn't you yeah. just you just breathe you just were fortunate enough to be born to the right people yeah, like, you yeah, know <laughs> yeah and your kids are sitting here like they're putting in their time you yeah. know that is that is and do they do they enjoy it yeah, yeah. they enjoy it. like um like I was saying, they enjoy coming up with the sketches. They enjoy the filming. They enjoy seeing it. Like, they're like, oh, mom, did a new episode drop? Can we watch it? And, you know, we have those conversations with them. And I tell them when we're working, I'm not your mom. Because I want them to understand that even though you are having a privileged life, you still need to understand the concept of business. You need to understand the concept of respecting somebody when you're working. You need to understand the concept of money and payment. And this is no play play because I don't want you to feel like, you know, things are just handed to you. So when you get out there, you just feel entitled. No, I want you to know, like, you work for this. 
okay, you acting up today, you're getting money deducted. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. oh, wow. you you don't want to film today, you're not getting paid. Like, wow. don't ask. And it's not necessarily a punishment. It's just that you have to understand. But that's, that's life. Cause life. And yeah. in that's real life. life. There's no point giving them a false no. impression yeah. of what the world is. I'm not giving if you reward. called into sick, you would, if you called into yeah. work sick, you wouldn't get paid that day. That's if you don't hustle, point. you don't eat. Yeah. So they I have even, to let, let them know that. They even negotiate, like, the points. Oh, yeah, they do. We had to increase the pay wage. Oh, but I ain't mad at month. them. I ain't mad at them because all them conversations they be hearing, they go, "Well, mom, I mean, you, you know, you said that you make money while you sleep. Well, what oh. I say, I do. Well, you said you got like some properties, and then you said you oh. got this. So, I mean, oh I'm thinking gosh. in my head if I add, and then they, they start going off, yeah. and I'm like, okay, and you sounds know, like it's time for a raise. Sometimes the, people yeah. take that as like Whoa. back talking, but I appreciate the healthy debate because I'm like, okay. But also, that's similar in the real world. Yeah, if you don't, economically, yeah. they pay it. They pay attention to yeah. what goes like, on. They're like the way inflation works. Yeah, <laughs> and they so. and they, but they understand that they know if when we start making more money, they it's almost kind of like how you keep it. Try to the job, try to keep it on the low. How well they doing because wow. everybody want to raise like since it's going up, and that's how the kids are. You're like, baby, don't let them yeah. see the Gucci purse. <laughs> so I just seen you walking with the Gucci bag, mom. So what's that mean? <laughs> Nothing. Or they'll just pay attention. They, you know, they almost understand like the CPM and they kind of almost understand how YouTube like, works. I've so been looking like, at the stats. Yeah. This, this video did 200K yeah. in under an hour. What does that calculate to pay out this one? It's like, oh, snap. God damn. And we don't lie to them. So it's That's like, amazing. But I'm not mad at them because then they'll come back and go, Mom, we just really need to shoot more videos because I was, what they told us, they, I was looking at somebody's vlog. And they have like 8 million views. And I was like, we could get 8 million views. Why are we not vlogging? Wow. I'm like, you want to start back vlogging? Yes, I want to start back vlogging. I'm like, I, I can only imagine the parents listening to this episode right now being like, how do I get my kids turning, turn my kids into moneymakers? Like, how do oh, I do this? Like, we pay so kids what, and everything. Yeah. yeah. So what advice would you give to families who might want to try doing what you're doing? I mean, it's, there's so much more to it than people even realize. Yes. People think you just film something and throw it on the internet. It's your whole it. life, right? Like I yes. see you're filming all the time. You're scheduling. all. It's, it's crazy. so much work. It's crazy. Um, I would say just, really investing in it and if you don't really have the funds to get like all the fancy equipment start with your phone Mm. and work your way up Mm -hmm. and consistency is key like I tell people all the time anything you do be consistent don't look at the numbers when you do social media don't worry about oh that's so hard it's very hard because it's an ego thing it's very hard even with the podcast I refreshed when I first started doing this and my first episode came out and there's like an app right where I could see how many downloads I have I would be doing hair and I'd be like refresh (laughs) refresh refresh like oh one refresh like three yeah. more people is, and you just you can't you can't yes. help it you know but the thing is it could also be a mood killer a creativity yes. killer because you have to understand that you have to make things that you're happy with and your audience is going to find you but people don't realize now because social media is such a big thing now like i've been content creating for almost four years so i kind of was in it right before it started hitting that like everybody wants to be right. a content creator And it's like people don't understand the consistency that you have to put in and people don't understand that don't look at the views because it could kill your creativity and then you Mm. won't be as consistent. It's just really you have to build. People think now because these numbers might spike here and there or TikTok takes off so fast. Everything happens overnight, but you don't understand that some of these people that you see now, like these big name 
creators like Desi Banks and all them. They've been doing it for six, seven, mm-hmm. eight years. Yeah. You just wasn't catching the wind of them yeah. six, seven, eight years ago. Yeah, that's why I stopped looking because my problem was I'd have a good day if the numbers are good yep. and a bad day if the numbers are bad. Meanwhile, I have to keep going regardless of what the numbers are. So there's no point being down on myself. My sister would be like, oh God, what Jaina do I get today? You know, it's like, oh shit. And it's like, oh, we're having a bad day with the stats. And then, you know, the next day like, we got this mm-hmm. manifest greatness. I know. You know, I know it's gotta be that, that enthusiasm, no matter what the numbers are, because you're going for a whole body of work, not yes. just one moment. Right? And you have to show up with the same energy every day. Yeah. Whether you had three views yesterday and a million a day, you went back down to five the next day, you still have to show up with that same energy consistently. <gasps> Consistently. Okay, so business aside, the real thing, everybody, every woman, and 90% of my listeners are women. God bless the 10% men who are listening. <laughs> God bless, because I didn't make this show for you, but you're here anyways. What advice would you give to women who are trying to find a good freaking man and they exist? Like, Euro, you're here. First of all, also, do you have any brothers, anybody who's like almost exactly like you? <laughs> Swim. He's in Houston. <laughs> what would you what advice would you give women who are you know out in the streets like trying to find the one I would tell women to take your time Mm. I know it's so cliche take your time fall in love with yourself heal yourself first because you attract who you are internally you can get up you can put that makeup on sis but if you are broken toxic Batter emotional woman because you might have been through some things and maybe that's not your fault you're gonna attract those guys who are f boys just because that's the energy you're giving out so you need to really love yourself heal yourself first and then put yourself into environments that are healthy for you and then use your intuition i tell women all the time god gave you intuition sis to protect you Mm -hmm. he didn't give you that for you to look at and go well, there's some potential there, though. God, I hear you. It's like we just we just did it. we just did a three part series. Today was actually the today we released the finale, and it was a story of a woman named Sarah who we point out all the steps along the way through which mm-hmm. she ignored her intuition to the point where the end of the story is like horrible. And they said like every time you ignore the signs, you end up at the wrong destination. Always, you know, it's like, and I feel like it's when on to touch on that point of healing yourself when you are broken. It's like you're this old jalopy, right? Like nothing's working. Mm -hmm. You're broken. You're toxic. You're unhealed. And then you just imagine on a car lot, who's shopping for jalopies? Who's shopping for the busted up Toyota (laughs) Tercel? You know what I mean? Like you don't want that person. That's the person who can, who's looking to shop, right? But once you fix yourself up and you're in Lamborghini shape, you have a whole different kind of buyer. Yes. You know what I mean? You got a whole different kind of person on the slot looking, looking at you, you know? And that's, that's like the best way I can describe it. Cause people, when we're broken, we have this emptiness. And so that's when we're searching so badly for love, but we're in the worst place to find anywhere, anywhere. Just making sure you have boundaries And whatever it is, don't make a list about looks and stuff like make a list about a person's core and their foundation, who they are as a person and how they make you feel. Yes. You feel and stick to that. Like, it's okay. Sometimes I feel like we have a issue like letting things go. Almost like women, we feel like if we find something that's okay, Mm -hmm. this has got to be it, because if this is okay, I've had worse. Yes. Better just sounds so non-existent. So I'm going to stick with okay. It's, it's like, like when you've had terrible yes. and then you're like, well, he has a job. Yes. It's like, <laughs> like that, that was me. my mind. Yes. It's like, but it's like, like I, I met up, like I'd been dating broke, like jobless guys. And then I met a guy who was a porn producer and my mom was like, well, he's just got a job. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, 
he's not a drug dealer. And I'm like, ah, you know, like, this, like, the, the bar is low. Kind of got a low, low. But this is not why I see At myself. At one time, my mom said, well, he lives in your city and he has a job. I'm like, that's it. That's <laughs> all. That's, that's where we're at. I, so well, I think first, it's just really making sure, I'm sorry, really no, just no, making sure that you are comfortable with releasing what's not for you. Right. Because we hold on for a long time on yes. things we don't need. Release this because you're going to find Guilty. better. And it's so funny because everybody that I fake dated before him, and I say that because <laughs> it was like, I felt like I was liking them more than they had liked me. So those toxic relationships yeah. was like, I'm holding on to something. Every time it went left, I was like, that was like the best thing. <laughs> and then the next would be like, that was like the best. But then I had to sit back like, girl, it's getting better and better. So yeah. like, just keep letting them fall off because they're getting better every time. Facts. And you can't catch your blessings if your hands are full. No. So if you're sitting here with something that's half of what you're looking for. Yes. Your hands are too full to catch what's everything you're looking yes. for, right? For sure. I know you've got some advice. Kind of. So my input and my take on it, because I think what she don't see mm. and what I would encourage with a lot of women I hate to say it, but you really almost have to build a man that you want and part of like not ignoring your intuition is seeing what a person is willing to change for the better because it was a lot of things that she had to shed light on that I just didn't know like I would think that putting $20 in her tank was okay until right. she said yo don't do that again <laughs> She t- yeah, I yeah, told her, she told hey, hey, man, say, man, don't do that again. She said, like, you know, I, I mean, I, I was used to women telling me thank you for doing yeah. that, but she was just kind of like, I'm here for the $20. Please, if you can't fill it up, I understand. I'm not mad. I respect it. But if you're not going to fill it up, then just don't put nothing in Oh, that? In it. Oh. And so it, you... And you were saying, saying, I don't want gas money. You're like, I want all the gas money. All or the gas, or, and she, you know, it up. was just certain thing that oh. she she told me, you know, and but she explained it. Like, I had my pops in my life and I was a dad's princess. So I'm never going to have my standards short of that. But that's exactly the importance of women having their dad in their lives. I mean, that's exactly that's it. That's true. And that's part of Because not everybody like has... That that dad that they yeah. can compare to you know for and a sure. lot of us are sitting here like me with a trash dad who was a drug addict and, and it, bringing you know, prostitutes home and all this for sure and but you're it, like it really it's better than him be that, you know and it don't <laughs> have to be that up. standard you know what i mean but i think yeah. it's ultimately come down to like knowing what it is that you're gonna settle for because it's like all that did was in the midst of me being like it was a lot of things i felt i could have been upset for her for telling me and checking me about but i also know what she was really doing is like Raising my conscience to know whatever you won't do, somebody will step up and mm-hmm. do. Girl, you gotta let and so know. it was like, but I respect it. Even though it. you're like, I hope another man would do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but she had the, you had the faith. That, like, so you either want to be there. there or you don't. Yeah. You either want to learn. And it was like, even having that patience because it's like, you. it's not often that you go to the car lot and you see your dream car is exactly the way you want. Right. Or a house. Yeah. A lot of the times you have to construct it. You buy 550 bins, you like the bins, but it don't got the rims. So you got to add the rims. You got to add the tent. You got to make it how you want your house. It's only going to be perfect if it's custom built the way but you I gotta want. But I got to tell you, this is not what culture, social media is telling us. These it's days. not going to because they don't all. know. Now it's like. It's looks. Like if you can't meet my blah blah blah, mm-hmm. if you can't da, da, buy, like it's so such like this disposable. You're not investing mm-hmm. any time mm-hmm. and energy. It's in one not person. wrong to want that, but, but uh, what are you willing to do? But to you're build not it? digging deep enough to see if there's gold there first. You're For only sure. digging. You're so shallow. For sure, you know. And so we're just throwing people away. I, you know, like I had talked to someone who, um, he texted me his phone number, and I was bu- we were in an app, and I was too busy responding to all of our other messages. I didn't 
text him or notice the phone number. And he goes, I'm looking for someone who can match my, my energy completely and block me immediately. And I was like, because I didn't start to like, that's how disposable I am. And I'm like, I'm a damn good woman. You totally fucked up because he threw all of me away because I hadn't texted the way he wanted but me it was to in that moment. Him too. Yeah, for issues. sure. For sure. Yeah, <laughs> a man's rejection is God's protection. There you Maybe. Go. There you go. For but sure. I do but that's just how quickly we throw people away. Yeah. And that's ultimate. So it's like you, I think like in the midst of looking for a good man, you almost have to build them because we just don't come. We have a good hearts. We have good intentions. Yeah. But we wasn't told properly like the proper steps to take to see what it is that you might want. Right. So sometimes even looking, taking a half full glass, it can eventually become full. It's yeah. just what are you going to be willing to contribute? And right. if you, are you willing to accept to see if he's going to take if he's if you like yo let me add some water and he's like nah it's like oh so I know okay, now but there are certain things that need to be there first yes that's what I was you know say. you, you can't just there. there's got to be some integrity has to be there yeah you got to have a half full right don't half. go get an empty don't yes. go get an empty yeah, glass yeah but sometimes the half is he's got good dick and a nice car yeah that's not the and half like it's not the right <laughs> half there you go so yeah you got to see check the qualifications first Check the qualifications and if it meet the not, potential and build. And ladies, it's not building a man and babysitting a man and Two coddling a man. It's yeah. a difference. That man needs, like we said, have a foundation, a character foundation, mm. not a penis foundation, yeah. <laughs> a character foundation. And then when you disclose these discomforts to him or you disclose these things that you say, hey, this is what I envision my partner doing. And then he says, okay, and does it without you saying, do you remember the other day I said this and you still haven't done it? And then you're nagging him now. Yeah. Maybe he don't want to do it. If yeah. you have to nag a man, he doesn't want to do it. If he's saying, okay, and realizing like, dang, I got some flaws and <laughs> going through it. <laughs> oh, baby, I'm going to nag you because you work me. But, uh, <laughs> but I love you. <laughs> um, then if he's doing it because he's showing you he wants to do it and he's doing it on his own time without yeah. you having to repeat yourself, that's a man who's trying to allow you to help him grow as a man and trying to really be there for you because some of these men will let you mommy them. Don't fall well, into the Well, they're looking for mommies. Mm -hmm. There are. are men with they mom really issues. Know, and we too. don't really... Men don't really know that's what we don't because we don't intentionally try to do it. You, you think we grow up with a mom and then it's kind of like we move out and just... Now we smashing something that still got that same physique because we go to situations that we're comfortable with. Naturally, we want to be with a woman who's a nurturer and a caretaker, just like a mom, because right. she should be. But at the same time, does she have the patience to understand like whatever it is we going through to be able to build with us, to understand that it's a time span on things like yeah. we could be in the process of getting it together. Do you have that time span to say, yo, I'm going to ride with you because I see that you possess that potential to do it. So it's kind of like, yeah, ultimately come down to that, I think. Ooh, how many times thing? you got to nag me, though? I mean, how many times you got to ask me to do stuff? You know, I got to put you in a category of my children. Yes. <laughs> but realistically, I think the other thing is, though, women with men, children, with boys, <laughs> with men, children, men, child, um, you really should be equipped, equipping. Is that the right word? Equipping? I don't know. You Today it's a word. Yeah. <laughs> your equipping, equipping <laughs> your boys for relationships. Yeah. Women, we are kind of molded from birth. Like yeah. this is what you should do. This you're is playing how you house, you're playing with Barbie. Yes. 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 But I don't think a lot of women are having conversation with their men, children and letting them know throughout life, even mm -hmm. in their foundational building stages, five, six, seven, eight, 
you're not teaching your child how to be a man. Oh, for sure. How have you ever had a, a woman? Have you ever had a breakup with a man and you were low key mad at his mom? Like you're like, you let this, yeah. you let you this happen. This? You raised this as a woman. You let this out into the world. Do you know what he's doing to us? Like, you raised a woman. Men, women, like we naturally, I have sons, so we naturally want to protect our sons. Yeah. And I think we naturally just think men kind of should just know what to do, but yeah. they don't. Facts. So I have to have those conversations with my sons. Like, even now, I have some preteen sons, mm. so I have to say, hey, if you're at school and you see a little girl with yeah. any stains on her clothes Ugh. near her private areas, don't make fun of her. You wrap something around her and you take her somewhere immediately to a teacher, to That's a, a nurse, mom right to there. try to get her help because I want you to understand you're supposed to protect women yeah. at all costs, anything. He has them open the doors for me. I'll stand in front of the door. And you know what I'm I love? You know this door. Oh, yeah. You know what I love about this? I've always said I don't really trust men who don't have sisters because I always thought sisters are the ones who treat yeah. boys how to treat girls, right? Like sisters are the ones who do it. So I'm always like, you gotta find a guy who's got sisters. Yeah, but you've got this gang of boys who no don't have yeah. Help. So it's you, <laughs> like you gotta do it. Um, Euro, first of all, thank you for making being a dad so fucking cool oh, yeah. and being a good man looks so cool yeah. like you're not even like like you're just so cool like how many guys would see you hear you and be like yeah that's that's something to aspire to be like you know that's a beautiful and you it's not like you haven't lived a life yeah for sure you've been through some did. shit yeah i already did so yeah it's like i'm i got tired of it. like I, I think i hit that point early like even when i'm you checked off it. all the boxes. <laughs> I checked off all. I'm, I'm tired. I was tired. Like even the the women, it got tired. All the, everything that I experienced just kind of got old. Yeah. So it's like when I started looking at, and then the the, the things that I I like faced in life. Yeah. To make me value the things important. It's like now only I value friends. I got uh you know of course the people that you that you were entered or the people that yeah, you know mutual friends, came, yes. the mutual friends. Yeah. It's like. That's when I come outside. Like some good people, it, and that's it. So, because you you've lived already the life that so many young men, specifically young black men, want to live. Like it as was a, that. Like and literally, the you've lived the the life that everybody. Yes. I think the letdowns let me not want to live no more of what I've already experienced because I already know everything. The women were let down. My mom were let down. My dad, you know, he did the best he can, but it was it was enough. Like my team was a letdown. So it's like. Having having my queen, having like the people that value me the most call, check on me and see, those are the things that's like that's the only thing that's not never let me down. So it's I don't I don't find like my kids, they don't let me down. Right. I don't have it ain't I mean unless I they want don't want to film one day and you're trying to <laughs> That don't let me down. That saves me money. That saves me money. Listen, one thing I don't about it pay you today. Filming keeps going on. You don't want to film today, cool. We got another script. Like I ain't tripping on that. But So what is next for you guys just like this global domination? Like what is next for you as a family and as individuals? You know, what do you got? What do you got on the move? Well, we have our hands in a lot of things. You're and I and um did a song this year. <gasps> yes. What? We have a song. Yeah. And the so. baby's daughter had reposted it dancing. We had a dance to it. Doing we actually dance. got over, what, mm-hmm. a, a million? Or is it 10 Yeah, million? it's probably like 2 million now. About 2 million. Okay, wait. People you did a watching. song together. How have I not heard this? You did a song together. And then who did the dance to it? 
the baby, oh, the yes, artist, yes. his daughter. You have so many kids, I thought been. you meant your baby. <laughs> your daughter. baby did a <laughs> I'm sure he did. <laughs> his daughter That's had. the white girl in me, like, the baby. <laughs> He's cute. He's uh, probably a great dad. <laughs> Little knee bop. <laughs> well, our oldest one was the one who, who did Came up dad. with the dance. Yeah. And, and then, then the baby went viral. The what? baby's daughter, I guess, watched the sketch because she knew wow. the dance, so she had to either see it on TikTok or see it on YouTube. And then she was online to our song dances, so that was a big thing for us. So we're thinking about kind of touching in some music. Um, we we are actually finalizing, not really thinking about it. I don't know if she was trying to keep that a secret. But, well, um, if I was, it's out now. It's out. <laughs> yeah. out there. We'll uh, talk after almost. the show. <laughs> we're working on like finalizing it because... um. I'm actually, the music game is cool, but I'm kind of like transitioning out of the industry because of the things that just come with it. And instead, like just incorporating what we're doing with like the streaming business and doing musicals and um, mods. Bringing all the pieces together. Bringing all the pieces pieces together. together. She's going to be an artist. So Was it wild though being in the, the recording studio together? Yes, because I'm good at what I do and Euro's good at what he does. But baby, when we switch lanes, I'm like always yelling at Euro when he's in my lane. And then Euro was like getting on me over there. I was like, I just can't catch the beat because my mom's <laughs> white and I just can't find it. <laughs> I'm like, count it down for me. Yeah, she'll love to dance but won't have no rhythm. my mom's white. Your mom is like, bitch. Don't blame me. <laughs> Help me. I'm like in there sweating. I can't stop. I'm sweating. I'm so nervous. I'm sweating. And then like, Tiffany, just And there's do nothing it. worse than trying to do what your man is good at in front of him. And like, I was like, oh. Lord. Before she carried it, though. She carried it? She carried the tape. She carried the tape. Seven I, songs yeah. and... That's the main song everybody It knows. went crazy. And yeah. then we do want to do a movie. So yeah, that's movies. another thing that I want to do um, wow. with the children. And then we're working on getting more brand deals and partnerships. So we work with some people like Uber Eats, um, Crystals, Google. Clorox. No big deal. Just small yeah, companies. So. Little, no big deal. No big Clorox. deal. So yeah. we're getting ready to try to really take it full fledged. Because like I said, I want to have my hands in everything. Yeah. And eventually you know i want to make sure i'm established that if the kids want to start weaning themselves out Mm. that we still just have this brand built and we can just start moving on to other things would you be okay with your kids wanting their own like shows of course ultimately that's what we kind of want to push them in the direction like this is just like a model for whatever it is you want use this structure Mm. but they're also seeing how hard they have to work in order to do Mm. it they like it though yeah Yeah. that's cool but like i said they fun with it yeah they're learning the skills like the recording and we put them behind the camera sometimes and they do the directing and the help with the lighting so we're definitely teaching them skills also so they understand the full concept of like from idea to birthing the idea to conceptualizing to videography to, you know, making it and editing and then bringing it to life and watching it. So do you guys remember in the Grinch, the movie, the Grinch that stole Christmas when his heart like grew? Yeah. Like, I feel like that's me right now. I feel like I've had a yeah. very Grinchy little heart yeah. and I'm hearing your guys' story. And as that was the day, Jana's heart grew five sizes. I'm like, Fuck kids. Fuck a family. I'm like, oh man, like sign me up. Okay, so if there's any men out there who have five kids. (laughs) Send them my way. (laughs) Although I have always said that I'd happily beat someone who already had kids because it's like an Insta family and I could keep my vagina as is. Super good at that. (laughs) Man. You guys. That's what women go to today. I cannot. 
thank you enough for sharing your beautiful story with me. It is so inspiring. I mean, like I'm speechless and I hope my listeners are inspired because I've really, I've really brought too much. It's been a, it's been a dumpster fire <laughs> of a few weeks and just, you guys really do make just family look so beautiful. You make love look so promising and just everything about it just, and you're doing it with so much swagger. It's like, can I say that as a white person? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for being here and sharing your time with me because I'm sure your kids are all hungry and alone and they starved would, in the they basement. Would, nah, they oh, they with Papa. They second favorite. They're second dad because they're going to go to him next. Yeah. I love that. Thank you for spending your time with me and inviting me to your home. Oh, I got a firsthand look of how amazing you guys are. And thank I just you. wish you all the very best. I'm going to put all your socials in the uh, show notes and everything so everybody can know where to find you. you. And I hope that, you know, you just have continued success and keep thank being you. as awesome as you are. Thank you so much for having us. We really enjoyed you. Ah, wasn't that just the best? I don't know about you, but we were all buzzing when the mics were off. There was just such good energy in the room that night. I'm such a fan of them, not just how they've designed their life, but how seriously they've taken their relationship. I mean, come on, going to counseling before getting serious? Oh my gosh. At the end of our chat, they mentioned their new single that they made together. It's a really great song, and the music video is just the cutest. It's the two of them rapping in a playground, Tiffany with a baby on her hip, while all their other littles dance and play behind them. You've got to check it out. We're going to put a link in the show description so you can see it for yourself. Thanks again for pressing play today. I'm happy to have you here. If you know anyone else who could use a little BLE in their life, especially someone who could benefit from any of this advice, could you pretty please share this episode with them? I hear every time you do, Euro multiplies. Three cheers for another good guy. <laughs> the more the better, am I right? Oh. Tim, before we go, can I make a song request? Instead of playing Damn Jaina today, I'd like to leave this show with the song Face Off by King Got It featuring Tiffany Loren. It's a really great song and I want to share it with our listeners. Thanks so much. Now, until next week, go be your most fabulous self and don't forget to spread that badass big lash energy everywhere you go. Thanks for the laughs, Atlanta. Goodbye. This came all the middle. I hang out with homies who hang out the window. You know we don't stop. We work like extenders. We walk them down like we do instrumental. I remember way back when my scat was a rental. Look at my scat pad now. Dental. Diamonds. Cry my mouth in the mental. Big dogs came out my kennel. Big dog homie was popping. Talking about the one up, what's stop? They can jump in the printer and still couldn't cop. Gotta jump in the sprinter whenever we spot it. If it wasn't for God, wouldn't walk that all. Talking about you really, boy, not that all. Ain't talking about no money, we don't talk it all. Big at it, that makes you spot that dog. Ice game face off. Spin with the place off. Mercedes Rockets, you know how we take off. Working on gold like the brace off. Tell them let go, we gon' have us a face off. Say that we slow if you callin' the chase off. Ice game hitting, no puck, it's a face off. Ice game hitting like whoop, it's a face off. Let's go. Jip put on the car. When I put on a Rolex Chill got it, you know they know that How we be flexing, but don't need a bow flex They know we up, ain't no point trying to show that Face off oh, So you wanna play, dog? Working no team that ain't mad, they got laid off I'm an OG, told my kids ain't no days off Can't make this up Underdog, now I'm on top Dang, y'all really thought I 
one pop She was his chicken and I took a spot He bought me the rollie of great at the spot I did a half a meal, wasn't even half a year They don't know how to feel, tell them get out of here Hundred racks made off of Facebook Now I just wish I could see how they face look Trap off of YouTube, don't do only fans 200k and I don't even dance Don't get it twisted, I still take your man Can't take me out and I still take his bands I came up from nothing and built me a brand They stuck in their feelings, I stuck to the plan Got stuck on the millions, I stuck on no man Big tip is the biggest, now watch what you saying Face off, spin with the place off. Mercedes rockets, you know how we take off. Working on gold like the brace off. Tell them they go, we gon' have us a face off. Can't say that we slow if you callin' the chase off. Ice game hitting, no puck, it's a face off. Ice game hitting like whoo, it's a face off. Let's go. Just put on a car when I put on a Rolex. Chill got it, you know they know that. How we be flexing, but don't need a buffet. They know we up, ain't no point trying to show that. Face off. So you wanna play, dawg Working no team that ain't mad, they got laid off I'm an OG, told my kids ain't no days off 